Hi, I'm Aaron from GuitarGearFinder.com and this is episode 28 of the Bite Size Guitar Podcast. In the last episode, we looked at how you can get better at guitar scales. Scales are a core part of music, so it's something every guitarist should work on in one way or another. In this episode, I'll talk about a related topic that is a source of endless debate in person and online. Do a quick search on any guitar forum or group on caged or three notes per string and you'll see endless threads of people yelling at each other on why one is superior to the other. In this episode, I'll try to talk about this topic in a level-headed way and look at why so many guitarists passionately argue about it. By the end of this episode, you'll hopefully have a better understanding on this argument and you'll be able to choose a method that works best for you. First, let's quickly look at what three notes per string and caged are for any listeners who haven't read up on them yet. Both three notes per string and caged are systems you can use to help you memorize the fretboard and freely play scales. They're two ways of splitting up the fretboard into patterns and sections to help make it easier to memorize. The basic idea behind the caged system is that if we look at how the major scale fits along the fretboard, you may notice that we can take the five open chord shapes C, A, G, E, and D and nicely connect them together. I've included a diagram on the page for this episode on the website to show this if you haven't seen it before. The cage system uses this pattern to form a simple way to find your way around the fretboard. In other words, you learn the fretboard based around five chord shapes that happen to line up neatly. Three notes per string, which is abbreviated online as 3NPS, takes a different approach to memorizing scales on the fretboard. As you might expect, it's based on three note patterns per string. Instead of learning the fretboard based on chord shapes like Cage does, you learn it using three note patterns one string at a time. If you want detailed information on either system, you can find countless videos on YouTube explaining them, so I won't go into more detail on the systems here, but I'll talk about why there's so many arguments about them and why these arguments make it hard to decide what you should learn. The reason I wanted to do this episode is because you'll see similar debates in every other aspect of guitar online. If you can understand why there's so much debate when comparing caged and three notes per string, you'll understand why similar arguments pop up all the time with any other topic such as the type of guitar amp you use, pedals or no pedals, fast versus slow playing, and so on. So it's worth looking into why these arguments happen so you don't get sucked into similar arguments. So back to caged versus three notes per string. The basic idea is that there are two popular systems out there to help you feel comfortable with the fretboard. Now why are there so many debates and arguments about these two systems? Why do so many people say caged is essential to learn and three notes per string is rubbish and other guitarists say the exact opposite? There are a few reasons and it's really important to understand these reasons before you decide on learning any system. The first reason is that the two systems feel completely different from each other. So if somebody learns the fretboard using caged, then they hear about three notes per string. Three notes per string is going to feel awkward to that guitarist. That guitarist has already invested time into learning caged and it makes sense to them. So to them, three notes per string feels stupid. They already visualize the fretboard based on these chord shapes. So trying to relearn the fretboard based on three note patterns is a big job and it makes no sense to them. Even if somebody clearly explained the benefits of three notes per string, it is just going to feel wrong to that guitarist who learned caged. It's the same if somebody first learns three notes per string. After that guitarist learns that system and feels comfortable with it, If they try to learn caged, it's going to feel weird. They've already learned to visualize the fretboard in three note patterns, so it would take a lot of effort to relearn how to visualize the fretboard based on chord shapes. So they see caged as a big step backwards. The main point to keep in mind is that once you get used to one system, the other system will make no sense to you at first. 
Once you learn how to visualize the fretboard in one way, any other method or system will feel awkward. This is a big reason why so many guitarists will love one system but hate the other. If the two systems were similar, then it wouldn't be an issue as you'd be able to easily switch the way you see the fretboard between the two systems. But because they feel so different from each other, it's hard for somebody to switch to a different way of seeing the fretboard. If you've already started learning or you've mastered one of these systems, keep this in mind. Just because the system you learned feels right to you, it doesn't mean it's right for everyone. There are other guitarists who learn the other system and feel just as confident with it than you are with your system. Now this is hard for some guitarists to accept. It's hard to appreciate that different guitarists can see the fretboard in different ways and everybody can be happy with the way they see the fretboard. Some guitarists see the fretboard in shapes, some in note names, some in intervals, some in linear patterns and various other ways. So when you see somebody passionately defending one system and ridiculing the other system, keep this in mind. Now there are some guitarists who learned how to use both of these methods, but they're rare. It's really hard to learn two completely different systems and have both of them sit comfortably in your mind. I had to force myself to learn both systems so I could better teach them to my students, and it was a big challenge. It's definitely possible, but it's a lot easier to learn one system and stick with it. It's also why it creates so much debate. The reason I really wanted to talk about this topic here is because this really will be an endless debate. There will always be arguments online between three notes per string and caged. But at least now you have a better idea why these arguments continue to happen. Now there's one more big reason people argue over systems and it's thanks to people selling system courses. I'm sure you've seen all the YouTubers and websites trying to sell their own system courses. While it's great that there's so much educational content out there, the problem is with how some people try to sell their systems. Some people try to sell their systems by putting the other systems down. For example, if a guitarist is trying to sell a course based on three notes per string, sometimes they'll create videos talking about how stupid caged is. Or if they're trying to sell a course based on caged, they'll talk about how stupid three notes per string is. They may honestly believe what they say, because as I mentioned earlier, it's really hard to switch to a different way of thinking about the fretboard. So somebody selling a three notes per string course may not even fully understand how caged works, or vice versa. When you have YouTubers with hundreds of thousands of subscribers telling people that one system is better than the other just so they can sell their course, it's no surprise that it fuels the fire for arguments. So this is the main lesson I'd like you to remember from this episode. The reason there are so many arguments online about caged and three notes per string isn't because one is superior to the other. Both are fine. It's because it's really hard to compare the two methods in an unbiased way. Once you learn one system, it changes the way you see the other system. Now just to make things clear, I don't have a system to sell and I never will. The only course I sell is on guitar effects and tone. You won't see a caged or three notes per string course from me, ever. I'm happy for you to learn using any system you want. If something makes sense to you, learn that way. If you haven't already memorized the fretboard, read up on the different options and learn the one that makes the most sense to you. While caged and three notes per string are the two most popular options, they're not the only options. Like I mentioned before, some guitarists learn the fretboard using shapes, others use intervals, some use note names, some learn horizontal shapes, some learn vertical shapes. There isn't one best method and there never will be. The best method for you depends on how you want to use scales, which we talked about in the last episode. So before you dive into any method, Spend some time thinking about how you want to use scales and think about which method best aligns to that goal. I don't recommend you choose a method just because some YouTuber tells you that the other method is stupid.
Check out the page for this episode at guitargearfinder.com slash podcast slash episode dash 28 for links on resources on learning scales. One of the guides I've included explains how I memorize the fretboard that doesn't rely on shapes. The method I used makes it easy for me to switch back and forth between any scale I want. But again, whether this method is best for you or whether caged or three notes per string is best for you depends on your own individual goals and preferences. Hopefully this episode has given you some context for any time you see an argument online from now on. If you see people yelling at each other about cage or three notes per string, or any other debate, at least now you know some of the reasons these debates happen. Don't get sucked into these endless arguments like so many people do on social media. Pick a method that you feel comfortable with and just enjoy your guitar. Don't ever feel that you have to justify the way you learned something to someone else. As I mentioned in the last episode, a lot of guitarists don't like the idea of practicing or learning scales, but I strongly recommend it to everyone. Unless the only thing you ever play is strummed chords, then you'll benefit from learning scales. If there's a topic you'd like me to cover in a future episode, you can request it at guitargearfinder.com podcast. Record a message asking your question, and I'd love to feature it in a future episode. I've done a couple of these in earlier episodes, and it would be great if I could feature listener questions more often. So if you have any question in mind, jump on the website and ask me. Spend some time working on your scales this week, and I'll talk to you next time.